Hi, this is Marian Samuel from the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse in Antigua. Every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., we interview a guest about real-life issues from the Caribbean. Welcome to Lighthouse Conversations, a time to explore the issues surrounding your everyday existence, your family, your community, your environment, your health and safety habits, your lifestyle, both physically and spiritually, will all be discussed here on Lighthouse Conversations. Let's get started and see just what we can learn to better your life. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lighthouse Conversations. Pain is something that we all experience to different degrees throughout life. Some people live a relatively pain-free life, while others accept pain that they don't have to. In this episode, we'll be discussing how to live a healthier, more pain-free life. My guest today, Dr. Esther Williams, a certified chiropractor here in Antigua, has helped many people return to a pain-free life. Dr. Williams has a Bachelor of Science degree in biology from Oakwood College in Alabama and a Doctor of Chiropractic from Georgia. Dr. Williams, thank you very much for joining me. Hi, Mr. Nathan. How are you? I'm doing well. Dr. Williams, do you have any idea how many people or what percentage of our population lives with pain as a result of spine or posture issues? That could be anyone, but according to the U.S., the latest survey is that there are millions of persons living with pain every day, whether acute, chronic, uh, it's part of their whole lifestyle. And the thing about it is that pain, I'm not back pain, mid pain, upper back, all of those, pain is pain. And it also delves into physical work. Just imagine that you're not able to go to work because you're in pain. So your company or corporations have to deal with insurance and claims and sick leaves. That impacts everyone. Now, I know my spine is very critical to my life. Yes. Uh, it runs up and down my back. I, mm-hmm. I do know that. Yes. But what is the role of my spine if I was to live a healthy life? The role of your spine, because most importantly, is what's inside your spine, and that's your nervous system. And your nervous system is your life force. So just think of it as the spark plug to a car. Without that, there is nothing. So your spine, your health, your life is very important. I don't know as we can discuss our spine without discussing posture or vice versa. Yes. So what is the role of posture in ensuring that I live a pain-free life? Well, I think the first thing we need to define is what is posture. And posture, as the dictionary states, is how we hold ourselves while sitting or standing. It's an attitude. So just imagine if, you know, sometimes when you see people and you look at them, you can tell if they're having a good day or bad day. Well, I like to expound more on what posture is. To me, posture is how you sit, how you stand, how you work, how you play, how you exercise, how you sleep, and even how you drive. That is your posture. Your posture, your health. What are some of the more common posture issues or problems that you see come into your office on a regular basis? 
For example, slouching, definitely. Uh, Everything can be clarified as sedentary lifestyle, where there's a new terminology called tech-snacking, if if anyone uh, sees or understands what it means. But that's just a new way of saying your head is before your body. Uh, They might also call it forward head posture. They might call it anterior head posture. And the whole thing, again, is tech snacking, the same thing. All of it means the same thing. Can you explain how it got that name? It got that name because of the popularity when you see our young persons texting in where they're looking down at their phones or tablets and their shoulders are crunched over and they're bent over like the big C and they are stuck in there for hours because that's what they're doing. They're on their phones for hours. So with that, it has a lot of physical ramifications where they are getting headaches, back pains, and they want to know why. So you're saying that my smartphone could be causing me posture issues. Definitely. Definitely. Let's walk through our everyday life yes. and talk about posture. Yes. I wake up in the morning, turn my alarm off, mm-hmm. look at the clock, make sure I'm not late for work. I roll out of bed. What should I be thinking about in relation to posture? Well, I've heard a noted person saying, and I, and I do subscribe to that too, where most times we are jumping out of bed because we are late. So we just jump out and go. However, we noted that we should relax, our body should be relaxed, we should be on your back because that's the best position for sleeping is on your back. And as when you're getting up, you're not just getting up jumping, but you're stretching. You got to stretch your, make sure your, your legs and your hands are moving. So you're saying stretch before I even get yes, out of bed? Yes, exactly. Stretch what before. are some of those stretches I should do? Most popular is bringing your legs over and being on your side and bringing your legs over the other. That's a very good fit stretch for your lower back. And, you know, you can bring your hands up and move them around and, you know, make sure everybody is is working in order. And then you nicely put your feet on the floor and then you use your upper body strength and you push yourself up off of that flat surface. That's the best way of getting out of bed. Now, let's say I slept in a inappropriate position and mm-hmm. I have a crick in my neck. What should I do in order to keep my day from being miserable and everyone that's around me for the day from being miserable? Well, don't do that anymore. <laughs> and and that's very hard to do, but it's something that can be done. And I tell others is that it takes practice until you master it. I never like to say fake it until you make it. I say do it until you master it. But by doing that, you're teaching your body again how to behave because you are the master of your body. So uh, when that happens, and it happens, you know, sometimes when I tell persons about their sleeping, there's like, I can't do that, and it's going to not happen. I said, yes, it can. But when you do it, just, you're not going to be in a position one time all the time. No, we move around when we sleep, but how we sleep is very important. So if you have that crick in your neck, maybe look at your pillow. Maybe the pillow is too high for you that is actually causes that angle in your neck. So those are things that you want to be um, looking at, be wary of, and just just make changes on that, okay? If I wake up with that crick yes. in my neck, should I rub the area? What should I do to try and relax those muscles? Rubbing the area is, uh, is a form of relaxation, definitely. And if it doesn't go away, 
you know, you need to come and see me and let me um, look at that and make sure. Because just like those cricks, we call those cricks misalignments or subluxations. And subluxation is when you have misalignments in the body that causes you to have nerve interference. Uh, and I think majority of our listeners might think pinch nerve. Yes, that's the what happens to it. But those misalignments actually cause nerve interference in the body, and that's what you're feeling. You have, you call it, or we call it, pinched nerves. You're listening to Lighthouse Conversations, and the voice that you're hearing is that of Dr. Esther Williams, chiropractor at Able Chiropractic and 3E Wellness Center here in Antigua. If you are suffering pain and you would like her input and assistance. Her office phone number is 268-462-7246. Dr. Williams, I'm up, I'm out of bed, I'm getting ready for my day. Mm -hmm. What are some posture things that I should keep in mind? I like a least person to do some kind of form of exercise or maybe a five to seven minute mobility exercise again. We live in a society now that everything is a go, 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 and we just, we don't warm our bodies up and we need to on a daily basis, and that's very important. So you do your meditation, you do your exercise, and then you go into the whole day process. It's, it's getting yourself ready. As I'm traveling to work, that may involve some walking, some driving, some riding. Mm-hmm. Are there things that we do in those aspects of life that are affecting our posture. Definitely. Let's take the case of driving. A lot of times if if you're driving and the road conditions are not favorable, there are a lot of bumps and dips in the holes. Those can actually um, definitely affect your posture. Um, The maintenance of your car is important. I heard a story once, this chiropractor and a patient, and he would always come in with issues and he would be adjusted and as soon as he left and he would come back and it would be the same thing and say, what's happening? And the chiropractor, smart as he was, recognized he had bad suspensions on his car. So every time he hit something or did something, it would just take him totally out of an alignment. So even maintaining your car is important with your posture. I've gotten to work and I, let's say I have a desk job. Oh, What, what should mm-hmm. I be aware of in relation to posture at work? Sitting is the worst thing for your posture. Sitting is the worst? Sitting is the worst thing for your posture. It's not the candies or anything. It's sitting. And we are now in a society where all of our, everybody has a desk job. Everybody's sitting. And for some reason, you go in at 8 o'clock, you may not leave that chair until 5 o'clock. That's the worst thing you can do for your body. Worst thing you can do for your body. What should I be doing to counteract that? It is noted that 20 minutes or more sitting, you're going to have some back pain, 20 minutes. So I always tell my patients, I need you to get up and I need you to be active. Some of the responsibilities that you're doing at the desk can actually be done standing. You don't have to be sitting to do them. And now we 
if you know or see technology, you hear and see about standing workstations, moving desks, because they understand the concept of health and sitting, what it does to you. But get up and get moving. Go and, you know, get some water from the water cooler. Take a, a walk down the hall. Something like that is important. They even have computer software that if you're sitting for too long, it will shut down and you have to do some kind of exercise to start the computer back up. So uh, roughly every 20 minutes? Every 20, yeah, do something. If you can't get up at that time, guess what? You can do some exercises at your desk. It's important, but movement is important. Moving to the next part of my day, I finish work and I get back home for the evening. Mm -hmm. What are some habits that we have that are often counterproductive when it comes to living a pain-free life. When we come from home or come from work going to home, it's like I'm tired. I don't. I just don't want to do anything. And what do we do? We may have a big dinner and we lay down. And that's the worst thing you can do for yourself because you're also going to invite acid reflux into your life. Okay? And guess what? Every bone has a muscle, an organ, and a nerve associated with it. So if you're having acid reflux issue, guess what? That's in the mid-back, you know, that stirs up those bones and joints and muscles and makes it irritating. And what you're finding is that you're belching a lot. You have this acid in your throat, but actually it's actually affecting the back of your your lower back and your upper back. So it's very important, again, doing things. Take a, have a lighter meal. Take a walk after dinner. Be able to decompress. And you, you're always on the go. Even at night, you're on the go because you have to do this. You have to put the kids, get the kids ready for bed, you to bed, get some sleep, and then get up and do the whole thing all over again. So this is a time that we need to relax. Are there any misconceptions that you come across in relation to our spines mm-hmm. or in relation to back pain? Uh, yes. The first thing I always say, and it's just to um, tall, thin persons, is that we think we have no spine, so we can do anything and be anywhere, and that's not the truth. Everyone has a spine. The health of your spine is important. And I don't know if I would call it a misconception, but everybody thinks it's, you know, if it happens, I I have an extra spine in the closet. I can always bring it out, and that's not the case. You only have one spine, so you need to take care of it. Are there effects that can result from years of bad posture that will be irreversible when it comes to the spine? Oh, definitely. Let's say sitting. Uh, our posture when we're sitting, if it's poor, um, slouching, etc. We're talking about herniated discs, bulging discs. It's not the person outside who or a traumatic experience that gets herniated disc. It's a person sitting. Yeah, it's a person sitting. Wow. Yes. I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> Definitely. So you're encouraging us to get jobs where we don't sit. <laughs> If you can, but again, we have to be active wherever we are. So make your health and your spine a priority no matter what. What are some of the common causes of back pain? Mm, um, I would say dehydration, okay. not drinking enough water. And how does that affect my back? Because the bones and the muscles and our, and our spine need water to move. 
and we don't have enough water in our body, our body locks up, the muscles lock up, and thus causes you back problems. And then in relations, let's go a little further down, where if you're having back problems, men tend to have kidney stones more frequently than women. You're going to experience back problems that just doesn't go away. So again, dehydration, water, kidneys, it relationships. And then there's something about those herniated discs. Herniated discs is where there is dehydration in the disc. And I always tell patients, dehydration in the disc likes to climb up the body and likes to climb down the body. So just imagine, if you're dehydrated, you're not exercising, you're overweight, you're going to have some back problems. What is the role or the danger of carrying, let's say, a wallet in the back pocket? Mm. Or I see now even men and women carrying phones in the back pocket and sitting. Just imagine if you are getting ready for work, and let's say the guys now, a man, and you put your nice big thick wallet because you know there's a lot of money in yeah. there, so cards, and you put that in your back pocket, and then you go and sit down for have breakfast. And then you go in the car, and your car probably doesn't have me have not um, good suspensions. And you're driving, and you're just that that seat is just hitting you back and front. That jawing effect over time is going to throw your back out. It is going to misalign your hips, and when that happens, that's part of your core activity, or health. Everything or anything can happen. So I always tell my guys when I see them, where do you keep your wallet? Back pocket. You should not do that. And when I show them, I said, that's how my spine looks with a wallet. Exactly. You're out of alignment. Definitely. And for women now, women tend to have what I call glocks. And the glocks I'm talking about is their purses. They're very heavy. And being, again, that weight on even weight distribution affects their health, affects their spine. Can you speak a little bit to the fact of young people carrying large, heavy textbooks. Backpacks, yes. yes. Since we're back to school, that also, backpack safety, there are even websites talking about backpacks and how you should be wearing them because backpacks are supposed to carry weight, but we are dealing with all these heavy books, etc., and we're not wearing the correct backpack, especially the age of the child and the backpack, making sure that that backpack is strong enough for that child but not too heavy. And where um, students are carrying backpacks that are strapped to their bottom, when the backpack should be in the middle of your back, you should have nice strong shoulders or uh, suspension around the shoulders that allows movement. Both shoulders? Both shoulders because it's no style to be wearing your books you know, and on one shoulder. No, again, weight distribution is very important, okay? So you're not wearing down one side of your body versus the other. And we have growing spines. And there's something called scoliosis that over time, if your functional scoliosis is because of uneven backpacks, where carrying backs that are too heavy for us and not carrying the backpack that's appropriate for your age. What is scoliosis and what? Yes. how does it affect the spine? Good question. Scoliosis is when you have a curvature of the spine. And don't as, we all have a curvature of the spine? An abnormal 
curvature of the spine. Okay. And that's where, because of weight, there's an extra, some, there, there are two kinds. There's an S-shaped scoliosis and there's a C-shape. Because of those abnormal curvature and because of uneven weight or too much weight, we tend to have a lot of physical pain Boys and girls will say, my back is hurting, my back is hurting. And it's because, again, uneven weight distribution. That just makes it worse. There are two kinds of scoliosis. There's one that you're born with and one that is functional. But I always say that even though sometimes you are born with a curve, a normal curve in the body, it gets worse because, again, heavy backpacks, heavy weight. You're lifting things that are not in a ergonomically correct. You're listening to Lighthouse Conversations, and I have in the studio with me Dr. Esther Williams, a chiropractor here in Antigua. How long should I deal with pain before I get assistance? Majority of pain, um, there are two kinds, acute and chronic. Acute pain is just something that suddenly comes on, and you can judge that but pain is pain, and there's always something that you can do. And if anything, you need to see a chiropractor. And how we look at chiropractors is the same thing as you look as a medical doctor. Uh, there are different kinds of chiropractors. Majority of what you would call a full spine, the person that looks from your head to your toe, and they use their hands because that's what chiropractic means, a person who works with their hands. And, but there are chiropractors that use this instruments. In anything, all of them work is based on you. But when we're dealing with pain, I can always say that yeah, I really don't have any pain. I don't have any pain. So when you're in pain, I want you to say, okay, why? Why am I in pain? What did I do? And how do I seek it out and know that you can always go to a chiropractor and handle that? Now, there are going to be some kinds of pain that are mm -hmm. not for a chiropractor. They would be like a family physician. How do I determine which one I need to go see? Well, chiropractors and family physicians, the only difference between us is that we cannot prescribe um, prescriptions or medicine. That's the only difference. Because I know um, living in the U.S., many people use chiropractors as family physicians. Again, we just don't describe or dispense any medicine. So it all depends on what you're looking for. What are some of the possible long-term effects if I choose to ignore that pain or attempt to ignore that uh, pain? We can attempt to ignore, but what's going to happen, it's gonna, it can bite you back later. And a lot of times when we ignore that pain as we get older, it gets worse. And at a time appropriate, there might not be anything that can be done to reverse the whole thing is about dealing with your pain and your issues early on so it doesn't become a problem later on. I know there are people who choose to deal with that pain through regular use of painkillers such as Tylenol or ibuprofen. Right. Are there uh, dangers of doing that? Yes, and there was even an article off of um, MSN.com uh, regarding ibuprofen and the effects of having or taking that, even the low um, dosage aspirin, in where 
if you are doing that without necessarily having a problem, you can actually be thinning your blood out and causing bleeds in, in your gastrointestines, uh, and that's very important, very dangerous. And that's the reason why whenever you're taking or going to see a doctor and they're prescribing those things, a majority of them are over-the-counter. It's always important to eat something before taking anything on it. Nothing should be taken on an empty stomach unless prescribed or directed to. So that's a big effect. You know, and we always look for alternatives rather than uh, a, a medicine, a pharmaceutical, because there are other things that we can be doing. Like here in the islands, we, we, we love our bush teas. You know, we love our, our herbs that you can drink and help out. But these are things that you're doing on a regular basis and not just you know, expecting to work one time. No, these are things that you're infusing your body with, and it's very important. What conditions can a chiropractor treat? Treat, when I, when we say that, chiropractors are considered primary care physicians, or PCPs is what uh, in the insurance world we are called. So we are actually the first defense, just like a family physician. You don't need to have a referral to go and see a chiropractor at all. You can walk in just like anyone and be treated. And the conditions, it it all depends because sometimes with my patients or clientele, I have people with coming in with skeletal problems. Other persons have other issues like diabetes, hypertension. That's connected to the spine. Yeah, connected to the spine. And it's like, I need help. You know, um, I'm just remembering one uh, patient of mine. She came in, she's been hypertensive and diabetic for years, and she was in pain. I say, Doc, I, I, you know, I'm at my last width here. What, what's going on? And when I went through a consultation with her, I noted that she was severely dehydrated. You know, we dealt with that. We talked about it. I adjusted her. She drank her water. I put her on a plan. And the next week is a whole completely different woman that's in front of my office, in front of in in in, in front of me. And I'm like, wow. So if you're thinking that musculoskeletal is the only thing that chiropractors do with, no. And one thing about the spine that is so God-created beautiful is that when you're dealing with one thing, you never know what else is going to be cleared up, and that's the beauty of the spine. Can you give an example of that interconnection? Uh, yes. Um, another patient of mine is a, a female. I always cite her story because it's so funny. She came in with lower back pain, had herniated disc issues, and senior lady, and they wanted to do a surgery on her. And so I helped her out and everything worked. And in front about the second or third appointment, she said, Doc, I never told you I had neck problems, but I just want to say thank you. And I said, why? Because now you fixed my neck so I can now mind other people's business. So <laughs> I thank you. So I always chuckle when I, when I see her and we have a laugh. But it, again, you're, when you align the body or prepare the body in its right state, the nervous system that's located in your spine does what it's supposed to do, and uh, effects are wonderful. You're talking about aligning and adjusting. Now, I think we can all visualize the sound of going to a chiropractor and those joints cracking. What causes that sound? Um, That sound, I think the the popular terminology is cracking. 
and it sounds like cracking, but it's actually not. That sound that you're hearing is pressure release or gas release. Just imagine if you are drinking a can of soda or opening uh, a spaghetti jar. And you hear, when you hear that pop, do you say, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to use that spaghetti sauce. I'm not going to drink that soda. And no. you're like, okay, exactly. That means it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the same thing that happens when you adjust spot a bone off of a bone. You get that pressure release, and that's what you hear. Okay, And when you are dehydrated or more dehydrated, that sounds a little louder. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add, Dr. Williams? I just want everyone to realize that chiropractors are doctors. We are well-versed in our profession, and we take uh, what we know very seriously. And coming back to the islands, I wanted our persons to realize what health is. And health, as we know now, is not popping pills. That's not it at all. And the lifestyles that we lead is our health, our posture. It affects us in ways. And if we don't get a hold of that and make some changes, there is is no kind of medicine. There's always going to be something new that's coming up. However, the side effects and the guarantee of things not working, do something that works. Chiropractic works. You know, um, posture changes works. Those are things that are going to have a long sustaining effects rather than just taking a pill. Dr. Williams, thank yes. you very much for coming in and educating us. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. And if you are in Antigua and you would like to get in touch with Dr. Williams, you can do that by contacting Able Chiropractic and 3E Wellness Center. It's located on Friars Hill Road at Village Walk Shopping Center. And her phone number is 268-462-7246. Thanks for listening in on our conversation. We trust that it was beneficial to you as you continue to develop a more meaningful life. Do you have a topic or a guest you would like us to have a conversation with for a future episode on Lighthouse Conversations? We would love to hear your suggestions. Send us a mail at Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, P.O. Box 1057, St. John's, Antigua, or lighthousebimi at gmail.com. Or give us a call at area code 268-462-1454. Or send us a message via WhatsApp or text at area code 268-782-1454. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can hear Lighthouse Conversations Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. on the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse. If you're in Antigua, you can listen at 92.3 MHz FM. If you're in the Caribbean, you can listen at 1160 kHz AM or listen online at www.radiolighthouse.org from anywhere in the world. Or you can subscribe to this podcast. Looking forward to having you join us next time. Bye-bye.